Hey friends, welcome to the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast. My name is Alex Davis and I am really excited that you've decided to join me. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University and it is through this podcast that we discern what the truth of the gospel is through looking and discussing through some false teachings in our world and church today. Go ahead, join me so that we can defend the gospel together. Hey pals, I am so pumped that you've decided to listen and you're back. So you're ready for more fun and more apologetics is what it sounds like to me. (laughs) Today, as you can see from the title of this podcast episode is about the false beliefs, perceptions, all those things of the purity culture. So if you're not familiar with the purity culture and what that is, well, you're in the right place. In this episode, we talk about those false beliefs and we put them to rest with the gospel of Christ. So first and foremost, my friends, what is the purity culture? This is going to be a three-week series. And today we're going to talk a little bit about what this is, what in the crazies does that even mean, and kind of who started it. So a little bit of a history lesson for us all. So I'm going to give you guys a definition. Purity culture, as defined through the Gospel Coalition, and I will put the links in the info if you're interested on reading this article, but I just sensed that they gave us one of the best definitions. So it is often a term used for the evangelical movement that attempts to promote a biblical view of purity by discouraging dating and promoting virginity before marriage, often through the use of tools such as purity pledges, symbols such as purity rings, and events such as purity balls. So what happened? How did this all happen? Well, if we can look back at time, (laughs) back in time, you know, uh, when when I wasn't born yet, in 1993, we can look back at the True Love Waits movement. This original pledge came from the True Love Waits movement. And this original pledge, let me read it to you real quick. It said, believing that True Love Waits, I make a commitment to God, myself, my family, those I date, and my future mate to be sexually pure until the day that I enter marriage. Now, this pledge came into our churches, and it was being stated by people within the churches, within communities, and it was so on said that if you were to break a pledge, in some cases, people did testify that they were told that they would go to hell. That if they broke this, they wrote this pledge, they signed this pledge, they broke it, that they would go to hell. Now, I, I don't... This was not stated and said in all churches, but I have had friends that did testify to say this to me, that this was how it was carried out in their churches. So, and that True Love Waits movement, we saw purity rings and we saw, you know, the actors and actresses and singers and musicians such as, well, let me tell you straight up front, the Jonas Brothers, Joe Bros and and Miley Cyrus, and I, I think like Selena Gomez and, and Demi Lovato, you know, current, you know, famous people of the early times of my childhood. And you'd see fathers 
giving their daughters these rings and taking them to school dances or church dances or these purity dance. I don't know, guys. It became a thing. And for me, just vulnerability note, I decided on my own turf, no one told me to, but to wear a purity ring. I think it all started by reading a book series and it planted a seed in my heart by reading through this book series, which this book series is amazing. So I don't want to state it because I love this author so much because she changed my life in a really good way. Jesus changed my life before all things. But one of the characters was given one by her father. And it was really beautiful how it was written and done. And it was through that. And then honestly, this girl, me, saw the Joe Bros wearing a purity ring. So I wanted one. And then eventually, you know, they took it off before marriage. And obviously, you know how that wrecked my sad little heart because of what purity culture had instilled in my brain. But guys, me, I have worn a purity ring up until last year. So probably 15 years. 16 years. Guys, I've worn a purity ring for 16 years. I'm not wearing one anymore, but... That doesn't mean what you think. <laughs> Don't you love how I put a pause in that? Got you some suspicion. <laughs> I... Boldly and bluntly, I'm still a virgin and I am saving myself for marriage. But I'm doing that by what the gospel says, by what scripture commands and what this purity culture has done and what it created is it just cultivated a lot of lies and it cultivated a lot of things in that have instilled just false beliefs into the minds of God's creations. And some of these lies can look like virginity is your most precious gift that you could ever have. Men's lust is all about the women. It is the woman's fault that men lust. That only modesty is for women. It's not, it doesn't have anything to do with men. It's to protect the men. Um, that men are incapable of setting boundaries. And it's completely the girl's job to guard them and keep them away. Um, that my sexual purity will ensure a healthy relationship for the future. And therein my sexual life thereafter within marriage will be perfect these are just a few a few lies that have been seen within the purity culture and i want to touch on a few of these lies within every episode so that we can not embellish but more strictly combat them with the truth of scripture because our sexuality and where we've been, how we've lived, who we've slept with, who we haven't slept with, 
has nothing to do with our identity in Christ. No matter what we've done, where we've been, who we've seen, what we haven't seen, does not dictate our worth. And our worth is completely on the man of Jesus, on who Jesus is, what he did for us. And that we are literally set free from the bondage of sin and slavery, guys. And that is what the purity culture has misconstrued in our hearts, in those that lived in it, in those that were on the outskirts of it. And even, I would say, honestly, in some of the parents and youth leaders that were leading the kids within this purity culture. So in the following episodes, we're going to touch deeper, but... I want to share some scripture with you. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John chapter one, verse 12. And we know that in him, all things work according for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. And in him we have redemption through his blood and forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Ephesians 1, 7. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. John 15, 16. For we know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with. That we should no longer be slaves to sin. Romans 6, 6. And one more. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God. He created them. Male and female. He created them. Guys. We are in God's image. We are created to glorify God with the way that we live. What in the world? God knows that we're going to sin. God knows we're going to fall short. He gave us free will for goodness sake. He gave his own son to die on the cross for our sins. So why in the world would it cause anything that we'd ever do apart from knowing Christ? Take us away from him. Nothing can take us away from him. If we have the Holy Spirit, nothing we can do can take us away from the salvation and grace of God. And that is what the purity culture has interwoven and did interwoven weave interwoven (laughs) you know what i'm saying into our hearts and that is something your girl me is going to struggle with when the lord reveals to me who that person is supposed to be in my life to marry i know i'm gonna have to work through it and work through shame 10 out of 10 it's gonna be rough thank you so much for joining me and i'm really excited to be talking with you further about the toxic ickiness of what the purity culture has done today. You'll be hearing more about some of the history, but also deep diving into some of the lies of the purity culture next week. So I will hear you. I won't hear, but you'll hear my voice next Friday. (laughs) Bye guys.